to the Ghetto Good Girl Podcast. I am your host, Justice Antica, here with another great podcast on this rainy day. Hey, hey, uh. <laughs> but no, for real though, I, y'all can see how good got this. I have been saying that I wanted to start a series about breaking habits, right? And then I don't know, I lost the notes that I was taking on it and then today I was asking someone I'm like I don't know what to do a podcast on today and I was like how do you break your habits and I'm like you know what I think that that is a great podcast y'all hearing this thunder and everything and I love that I love that y'all can hear that because I truly believe that God is doing his busy work whenever there's like a storm going on so thank you guys for cleaning out all the old and preparing the new for my blessings but anyway so we just talking today kind of about how breaking habits like I said when I hit this podcast like I'm an imperfect person trying to get out the streets and into this <laughs> this Christian lifestyle so when I learn it I don't mind sharing the nuggets I learned we on this journey together ain't no judgment Okay, you could be getting high right now, being drunk right now, but I'm just proud of you for tuning into this podcast because you have already made the mind that I kind of want a little bit different than what I'm doing. Okay, and that was me, I promise y'all. That was me at the same time. I used to be a hot mess, but I still be like, I know I need to go to church today, or I need to listen to this, or I need to watch this, read this. So it's the small things so first thing about breaking your habits is making your mind up to break your habits right like i think that's textbook i ain't even need the bible for that one i mean it's textbook but yeah you have to have a made-up mind just like um i think we talked about this before on a previous podcast you have to have a made-up mind every time jesus said do you want to be healed or you know because you had faith you were healed things like that you have to already believe this is what i want or this is what i don't want Secondly to that, you have to be ready to confess your sins. So James 5, 16, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective, right? So you could say all day, I want to do better, but who are you? Who? What's your circle like? Do you have somebody that you could talk to and be like, I'm trying to do better, I'm trying to stop cursing, I'm trying to stop drinking or fornicating or smoking or whatever your issue is. It could be lust or watching porn or I don't know what you do. God knows what you do. I don't know, okay? But first you have to make the mind up, okay, I don't want to do this. You got to, you know, of course, God, I don't want to do this. But then he will put people in your life to help you or to be a role model or to inspire you to not do so. Now, confessing your sin once another, that's christian to christian okay that's some a believer to believer you, you you go talk to the wrong person about it and they're gonna i don't i don't see a problem with that you know what i mean they're not going to understand your faith but the reason that that is in the bible is because once you get it off your chest first of all then you start to hold yourself accountable because now somebody else know your sin they know your dirty little secret and don't look at that as a bad thing the devil will try to make it seem like oh it's a bad thing don't tell nobody you're gonna have to do this on your own people are gonna judge you there everybody is doing something you just don't know what they do just let's just be real that's why he said only a few gonna make it to heaven he ain't saying everybody because there is a lot of folks gonna do a lot of things there's like the bible say you know in the last days when the rapture come a man and a wife gonna be sleeping in bed together but maybe one leave and the other one still staying there gonna be two people in the field one gonna leave one because okay all right play if you want them but 
get prayer. Sometimes you need to confess it to get it off your chest. First of all, get that sin off of you because the devil will try to beat you up about what's going on in your brain. Secondly, after getting that off your chest and confessing it, then now it's somebody that's holding you accountable because they've heard you say that you want to do better, right? So that you got to find the right accountability partner. Thirdly, get prayer. Prayer works. Where two or three gather in my name, I am in the midst. That's what he said in the Bible. So prayer is very effective. Prayer is very, in all things, pray. And seek understanding and get knowledge. Yeah, but all things pray. You know what I mean? So, it's so many verses in the Bible about praying. So, get prayer. Pray your way out of that. Ask somebody to pray with you. You know, when you're going through, when you and else moments, it's like, oh my God, I just know it's just so hard. I'm just trying not to cut the TV on. I'm trying not to pick my phone up. I'm trying not to get in the car and go do this, that, and third. Just, Lord, please help me. Just cry out to God. Just cry. You might not know everything to say. Just, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. I'm trying, Lord. I'm trying. You see it? Take, take this out of me. Take this taste out of my mouth. Take this monkey out of my back. Take whatever however you want to explain it. It's God. It's your communication between you and God right and then it says prayer of a righteous person is very effective so that's why it's so important to get in a circle of accountability because iron sharpens iron if you're around five broke people you're going to be the sixth broke person if you're around four rich people you'll be the fifth one if you're around three strong women of God you'll be the fourth one so it's very important to pay attention to your circle and your surroundings in especially after you get while you're getting delivered you're trying to get off a crack and you had a crack house i don't think that's gonna happen you get off a crack and go back to the crack house you're gonna be back on crack i mean if all your friends cat crackheads and you trying to get over crack it's gonna be very hard <laughs> so i mean that works with everything if all of your friends are into lustful sinful drinking party and turning up all they do is this, this is what they do this is what they're about it's very hard and we live in a day and age where it's all over social media that means you need to try to rearrange your algorithm you need to start liking more other type of posts start saying i don't like this content there is yeah there's a button <laughs> pretty much on all social media platforms That'll say, don't show me this content or show me less of this content or I don't like this content. And your algorithm can change. Just putting it out there. You still looking at everybody half naked because you want to. Because you, you can change your algorithm. I'm just letting you know. Another thing that you need to do is accept the Holy Spirit into your life. And I don't know why they don't talk so much about this in church anymore. The Holy Spirit is very real. Real. Very real. He is the cheat code. Holy Spirit is the cheat code. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to put this. Like, I'm telling y'all, I would be nothing without that. I would still be in my sinful nature if I never accepted the Holy Spirit in somebody. And not that he literally straps me to the bed and makes me do godly things. No, he don't. I have free will. God gave us all free will. You can get mad and say, why are y'all killing people? Why, why did this happen? Why did somebody get, get raped? And why did God allow this? God didn't allow. We all got free will. You can do whatever you want to do. It might end you in hell and in jail, but you have the right to do so on this earth. You have free 
will. You can get up in the morning and go make money, or you can get up in the morning and go rob a bank. You have free will. The consequences are the consequences. Jail and hell rhyme for a reason, but I definitely don't want to go to hell. I done been to jail, and I made it back out, but I ain't going to hell. Okay, okay. Ain't no making it out of hell. You can't just do your time, lay down, and do your little time, and then get home and have a party. It ain't the same. Okay. But it's very important to accept the Holy Spirit into your life. He will definitely, the Holy Spirit is a comforter. He your friend. So when you're going through those moments where it's like, I am really craving alcohol. I had a really hard day and I need shots. I, it should be shot o'clock. You need to be like, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, you see, you see my flesh is weak. The Bible say, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And you've got to know these scriptures, baby, because you're like, well, Holy Spirit, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Please step in and help me right now. I need your help. I need your strength. I need your strength, Lord, to please just come help me. Take the taste out of my mouth, whatever. He might send somebody to call you, to ask you to go to the store. You'll be like, man, I'm tired of running errands for my grandma. But that's a distraction. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The seven roles of the Holy Spirit. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, which is courage in pain or adversity. Knowledge, pity, the quality of being religious or reverent. That's what piety means. Don't ask me how to say everything. I am country. And the fear of the Lord. You have to have fear and reverence of the Lord. If you feel like the Lord, he God ain't real, you ain't gonna take nothing serious. You need to fear him. He's really God. And he ain't no wimpy guy. He's a warrior guy. It's a whole war that went on in heaven. He kicking folks out. Oh y'all okay, bye. He'll stop your breath. Like read re re um Exodus. Go read Exodus. Go read how he was giving them folks all them rules and somebody over ate on, um, I want to say quail. He over ate on quail and the whole ground opened up and swallowed him whole. Just read on that. Read on somebody taken from the temple and now the whole camp is plagued. And read on like he don't play. Jesus came and that's the only reason we don't die instantly when we sin. Yes, I snapped. When you sin, back in the day, way, 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 especially right after, man, he was not playing with them Israelites. He was like, I just saved y'all. And y'all want, who y'all think y'all, literally his conversations with Moses, like, who do they, Moses, who they think they playing with, dog? Like, Moses, do you see this, bro? Man, I, man, I, man, I heard this whole spot out, bro. Don't play with us. <laughs> Moses was like, hey, hey, y'all, calm down. Please stop. Stop making the calves. Stop making the idols. Stop, 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 stop. God is like, man, don't tell him nothing, bro. I got it. Y'all think that God is some type of wimpy peon type of God. I don't know where y'all get this from. Jesus died on a cross for our sins. Therefore, 
He took all the beating and the lashing and all of the chastising and all of that for us. He took he 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 died a sinner's death. And back then they were stoning people to get to death. So I just want to let you know that he didn't die nicely, okay? Um it's it's not the chair. You don't just get electrocuted and all that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It was a very horrible death. And he didn't die so you can keep sinning. I don't know where they got that from. He died for this. No, he died so that God didn't beat your tail for doing it. So just stop doing it. It's still a sin. It's just that we don't die instantly. We got a chance to repent through Jesus. He up there sitting at God's right hand like, okay, look, you know, she been through a whole lot, you know, you know, you know, feel, you know, it's hard out there. It's hard out there for him when they trying to get the money for the rent. You know what I'm saying? He like up there talking to God like, look, I remember I was down there. Yeah, it's difficult, you know, and she's not me. He's not me. He didn't have an understanding of what heaven was like because he was born of a father. I was born of the Holy Spirit. That's why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what conceived Jesus inside of Mary. How could you not accept the Holy Spirit into your life? Would be no Jesus if the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was there at the creation. It was the Father, the Son, and the Spirit that was looking down saying, Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to create man in our image. The Holy Spirit is very real. He's not a ghost. I don't know why people got him like, he's the Holy Ghost. And when you the music get loud, you get the jumping and ooh, 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 I'm going to pass out the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. No. He is very real. He walks with you day and night and he talks to you. If you were quiet your mind down enough to listen, the Holy Spirit is talking to you right now. He convicts you. you need, that's another thing you need to understand the difference between, between conviction and condemnation. The devil condemns you. Oh, you see, you're going to hell. God gonna beat your tail. It's over with for you. You might as well just turn around now. <laughs> yeah, you little slut bucket. Uh-huh. You over there talking about slut me out. Look at you going to hell. You dirty, nasty, filthy, trifling dog. You ain't nothing. Why you even trying, bro? You ain't gonna never get it right. Your mama was a thought. Your grandma was a thought. You a thought. It's in your genes and your DNA to be a thought. That's what the devil would say. The Holy Spirit is like. Now, why are you letting that man put them in them places? Now, what you doing? You, you, what? <sighs> if your grandma was here right now, what would she think? Like, you know those weird thoughts you get that you be trying to get out your head when you're trying to sin? You be like, ooh, Jesus. Oh, I do not want to think about my grandma right now. Like, that be the Holy Spirit trying to take you away from that sin. He is very soft. He's a gentleman. He just nudges at your heart like, come on, you know better. Why are you doing it? Come on, well, hey. And it's a whisper. It's like... It's like when you you see something and you like, bro, I just take it. I just take it. And you know they say the the angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other. The angel on one shoulder, like that's the Holy Spirit. Don't take it. You probably could just ask for it. You don't need it. Man, you'll get some money. You get it. The devil like, man, take it, man. Everything hard out here. Why everything got to be high? Why is food prices so high? Look at you. You've been working hard your whole life. Still ain't got no mention. Cardi B out here driving a boat. Look at you. You don't even mean never been on a boat. You ain't never even seen a darn boat. You might as well take it. And you ain't going to go to jail for it. Ooh. Holy Spirit like, you don't, don't do it. Just, just don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. The devil like, you better do it. If you don't do it now, you ain't gonna go home hungry tonight. Difference. There's a difference between conviction to remind you that there's a better way and condemnation to say that you just not, you just not, you ain't got it, you ain't gonna never get it. 
Know the difference between those voices. Know who you're listening to. What spirits you listening to? What spirits are you accepting in your ear? And with the Holy Spirit comes the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. The self-control. You need self-control for breaking habits. What else is going to make you not drive over to the weed, man? Purchase you a 3-5 because you know that you know that's, that's, that's what you need to get. Roll it up and smoke your problems away. Self-control. What else is going to make you sit there and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Faithfulness, which is another fruit of the spirit to be like, Lord, I'm just going to breathe, breathe. I'm not going to do it. Lord, help me, Jesus. I'm trying to stay on the right path. That's faithfulness. Call on them. A lot of people would say to read Revelations. I ain't going to say I read all the Revelations. I didn't read certain parts of Revelations. I read. I watched a movie. I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was about Revelations when the rapture came and then the Antichrist and all of that. I don't know why I can't think of the name of the movie, but it was so good. And it was like three different parts. Um, I'll try to put it in the duh. I'll try to put it in the description box for y'all to watch it. It was really good, and I recommend it. Um, but, yeah, get in the circle of accountability. Who are you around? And let me remind y'all, y'all not Jesus. Jesus was able to be around none but sinners, and he was like, he was tired of them too. If you read the Bible, Jesus had a whole sarcastic way. He was like, here we go again. Like, that's how he talked all the time. Like, how you still, he literally would say stuff, and I don't, like, quote me word for word, but paraphrasing, how have you been around me all this time and you don't get this? Like, literally, that's his tone in a lot of those passages. Like, how are you still, what are you going to do when I'm gone? <laughs> Jesus was a real one. But again, he was born of the Spirit. He had a reverence and understanding of what heaven still looked like and the, the rankings in heaven. Stuff we don't even... We, I can't literally visualize heaven other than the stuff I've read and seen. But just from my own experience, no, I can't. I don't remember none of that. But you do need to have a fear and a reverence of God. Not wanting to serve a angry God. You do not want to fall in the hands of an angry God. That's, that's in the Bible. I don't want to serve an angry God who controls everything. Man, stop playing. God wasn't even angry at Job, and Job lost everything. His kids, his house, his money, his land, even down to his servants. I mean, he lost everything, and God wasn't even mad at him. I would never want to see what God would do. Man, you talking about leprosy and skin diseases and man i don't want to serve an angry god what are you talking about man no i don't even want to think about what god could do to me i don't even want to go there man my life could go up well this is a story all about how my life got turned upside down and i like the second time and sit right there no 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 how i made god angry and he beat my tail that's what that part i should say <laughs> It's not about don't do it because I love God. Because, I mean, your love can never beat his love. He's going to outlove you every day. 
And he's going to still bless you whether you're, he ran on a just as well as the unjust, but so much more he's going to do for his faithful ones. Those are faithful over a few. He will do so much more for you. Matthew 5, 45, it does say he'll rain on the just as well as the undress. But so much more he gonna do for his faithful children, y'all. For real. Matthew 24, 12 through 13, it talks about... And because wickedness is multiplied, most men love will grow cold. But he who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world... As a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. It's about enduring to the end. Faithfulness. That's another fruit of the spirit. Yeah, we're going to fall. It says a righteous man falls seven times. Stumbles seven times. And falls seven times. One or other. Would you claim to be righteous? If not, it might be more than seven. Matter of fact, the scripture told... I think it was Peter that asked, like, how many times should I forgive somebody? And Jesus said, 70 times 7 a day. 70 times 7 a day. So that means that somebody could really wrong you a whole lot in one day. That means somebody is out there sinning 70 times 7 in a day. Still are they not too far away? to turn from their sins and do something different which is repent which is jesus whole message repent for the kingdom of god is near so if there is somebody that can sin 70 times seven in a day and they still can get up and go you know what i'm gonna do different and i'm gonna try again and i'm gonna try the righteous man falls 70 somebody's falling 70 times seven and still trying to get up but it's about enduring to the end. Lord, I'm going to keep trying. I'm really putting, not just saying I'm trying. Don't be like that dude. You know, we all done dated that one person. Like, I'm going to do better this time. And know that they're not going to do better this time. Don't be like them with God. Don't be your ex with God. Have the relationship with God that you would want somebody to have with you. Of course, you can't expect for your significant other to be perfect. They're human. But you you expect some, some trying and some progress and some thought to go into it, nigga. Don't just be out here doing anything. <laughs> don't be out here embarrassing me, man. And that's how God is. Like, don't be out here embarrassing me. What is it doing? 70 times 7. But, like, the race is not given to the swift. Oh, I got it. I got saved at 8. No, it's, it's to the person who... Got saved, whether they got saved at eight or eighty. Well, I ain't gonna say eighty. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Um, but no matter what age it is, and they kept trying, and they kept trying. The devil came and tempted them, and they may have fell. Righteous man falls seven times, but they got up. We fall down. But we get up. Y'all heard that song? It's a reason I don't go back and listen to these. Because I probably sound crazy. But anyways. Y'all heard it. We fall down, but we get up. It's about getting back up. Get back up again. What's that, Dunny McClurkin? Old school. That's my old school. Get up again. Get up. Get up. And eventually you'll get tired of falling down. You ever, like, went roller skating or... 
anything swimming or just something something athletic you get tired of just getting knocked down and messing you like bro i gotta get it <laughs> i gotta get this i'm not gonna fall i'm gonna i'm not gonna fall i got it you're gonna get tired of getting knocked down if you really about this life you really want it you really got a made up mind which again was the first thing that you're gonna keep like i don't want it. and the holy spirit will convict you in that moment he will be like come on don't do it don't do it You'll be like, oh, you, you, you'll want to cry before you want to hurt God. You'll be like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I don't want to do it. It'd be so hard. It's hard. I'm not saying this is easy. I can't say that this walk is easy because if the walk was easy, everybody would be doing it. But are you really about this life or not? Do you just want the easy way out? The easy way to hell? You want to take the easy street to hell. Let me tell you how to do it. Do anything. <laughs> it's so easy to get to hell. All you have to do is just do anything. <laughs> that should be the cat the slogan for hell do anything <laughs> forget just do it just do anything that's all you got to do how do i get the hell do anything anything <laughs> anything but what god says to do it's so easy to get to hell but it's a narrow road, a narrow path to get to heaven. The race is not given to the swift. It's given to the one who endures to the end, meaning the end of your life. When you close your eyes, when God take the breath out your body, when they sprinkle that dust on you and they drop that casket, can you really say you were trying with effort? Not with words. Yeah, I was trying, man. I was, man, I was trying. <sighs> or I literally cried every time and I was, Lord, I don't want to do this no more. I'm trying. This is horrible. My, my mind is saying don't do it. And then I'm getting up and I'm trying again. And the, and the devil come and he bring it right back. He know what I like. He sat it right in front of me. And people will sit there and say, well, if God didn't want us to have sex before marriage, why did he give us private parts? And then why did he make people attractive? And then, and why, and why, and why? And who are you to question God? Who are you? That is such an arrogant statement. Let me tell you something. Pride come before the fall. So you're sitting there with your mouth. And y'all need to go listen to my last podcast called Watch Your Mouth. Because there's a lot of people getting themselves in trouble with the things that they say. And the Bible talks about that. It talks about you talking and the words of life and death is being in the tongue already. I mean, you better shut it up. Job was being tested. His wife said to curse God. He didn't curse God. But he definitely had, he said, I want to know why. What did I do? Like, what is going on? And God said, who are you to ask me anything? Do you know the beasts that are in the sea? Have you seen these creatures? Do you know how, how were you there when I made it? Do you know what all went into making it? He like, nah, I don't know none of that. Then shut your mouth. Man, I love the fact that I named that last one. Shut your mouth. Hush your mouth. Close your mouth. Whatever I put. Because <laughs> it's really for real. Be quiet. Humble yourself. Why do, in this day and time, especially 2023 with social media, everybody feel like they can jump in the comments and say anything. People be trying to drag me in the comments, but I clap back with scripture. You got the right one today. 
Stop playing. And I'm not just going to find any generic scripture. My scripture hold up and hold its weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because some people will throw a scripture at you. And if you don't know the Bible, you don't know context, you don't know the scripture before it and the scripture after it, they'll be throwing a scripture at you that don't got nothing to do with the situation you're in. And that is called manipulation. And they're using the Bible to manipulate you and to make you do what they want you to do and think how they want you to think. And they are going to have to answer to God when he opened that book and say, why are you leading my people astray? You are evil in your heart yeah I, I went on a tangent just then but yeah watch your mouth <laughs> that's what i wanted to say i don't even think i went on a tangent i don't know some took over me that must have been the holy spirit y'all because i don't know whoever that was for i hope you watch your mouth <laughs> yeah but other than that it's a it's probably going to be a series um since god brought this back to my attention I'm almost certain he's going to continue to work and deal with me on breaking my habits. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm just this guru and I got all the answers. God is the guru when it comes down to Christianity. Stop looking at your favorite pastor, preacher, minister, evangelist, um, prayer warrior, whatever. Them people are figuring it out too. They ain't seen heaven's gates unless God gave them a vision of it, okay? Let me explain that to you, okay? Only somebody you want to give. You want to make sure that you know is the guru is God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So if you have never accepted the Holy Ghost into your life, repeat after me holy ghost you are welcome here to use me as a vessel less of me more you fill me up to i run over and i overflow help me to do your will and your purpose lord god let your will be fulfilled in my life in jesus name amen i love y'all but god love y'all so much more make sure y'all check out the merch on the ghetto good girl essie's page and if you want to continue to talk to me you need somebody to be that person that you confess your sins one another to and you don't want to feel condemned and convicted and judged because i ain't with none of that Head over to the Ghetto Good Girl Facebook page. Talk to me over there. We're going to continue the conversation and be blessed. Again, I love y'all, but I love y'all so much more. Peace.